1: Welcome in. It is once again that time for the show known as Line to Gain here on the Buffalo Rumble League's Vencast Network. I am the big old Jerry Ostrowski. I'm down at Tulsa, Oklahoma. My sister from another mister, Sarah Christine, as we all know her now. She's got some family stuff going on today, so she's she's off doing that. But I brought my homies in. Uh, if you were over on, uh, over on uh, Hump Day, I brought my guys, Joe Miller, The Voice, And my man, Jay Spence, the king. And uh, we're going to bring you line the game tonight here on the Buffalo Rumblings Vidcast Network. Uh, Real quick, I was up in Buffalo this week. Patriots game. Got the big W. And um, as always, good times. Everybody's good to me up there. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. And... uh, what was that, Joe? What are you laughing at? Uh,
0: Matt Bynum said it's Groundhog Day. I was just going to say, <laughs> this, this looks very familiar. I feel like I feel like yes. we, there's a glitch in the matrix. We yes. just did this.
1: <laughs> yes, it does look very familiar. But again, if you're in the comments, like Matt Bynum, Josh, Joshua Williams, Richard Rush. If you're listening on on X or Twitter, if you're over on Facebook, hop over to YouTube and uh, jump in the comments. Super Chats, of course, they get precedent. We'll put you up there if you have a question to ask. The three of us, because we know what the hell we're talking about. We got the answers. Just ask Spence and Joe. They know what's going on. But anyway, um, hey man, it's time to play for the all the uh all the Infinity Stones this weekend. It's sushi week and uh the Bills travel down Sunday night, uh eight fifteen, I believe, is the kick. Or is it eight thirty, Joe? Which one? Eight thirty uh, it's
0: eight twenty, usually between eight fifteen and eight twenty. Between eight fifteen and eight
1: twenty, bills they play the dolphins in Miami. Sunday Night Football for all the marbles for a chance to be the second seed in the AFC after all the adversities and losses and things we faced earlier in the year. We got a chance to be the second seed. We we'll also have a chance to be home for the playoffs. So, uh, it's so crazy, perfect. It's so perfect. Yeah,
0: perfect. That's the one thing that Nick Wright
1: got right. Like this is the perfect <laughs> ending for the Bill season. It's perfect, <laughs> without a doubt. But again, Spence, Joe, guys, I'm just going to ask you this. Okay, we're we're rolling down to Miami. I are we? I guess we have nothing to worry about because we're playing at night, right? So we, we can't worry about the heat because it's going to be dark outside. No, no problems with any sidelines or anything like that.
0: I'll go first, uh begrudgingly. Uh I mean obviously not being blistered by the sun in September is important for this football team. Make no mistake though, it was 50 in Buffalo a week ago and it's been in the low 30s. We woke up this morning with some snow. Um, so there's gonna be a little bit of adjustment, but I can't imagine any situation where the you would be able to speak to it better than us because you did this no, i hated it <laughs> okay. i
1: hated it my favorite story about <laughs> is about to throw up i don't know what's going on
2: you're talking about the cold. i sorry, it was 72 degrees here today. You're talking about it's 30 something, 40 something. I uh, but
0: I must say that it was not but two weeks ago when you yeah. guys were talking about it being 30 in Arizona, and I was like, it's 50 in Buffalo, can't relate. At no. night,
2: it was like two in the morning, and I'm talking about it being through <laughs> <laughs> like, are you kidding me? Like, no, hey, I have to Man, say one of my I could take <laughs> Go ahead, bad. Go ahead. One of my favorite
1: Chris Spielman stories, he used to sit in his pickup truck in December with the heat turned all the way up with like coats and like two pairs of sweats on. And I'm like, Spielman, what are you doing? he goes, I'm getting acclimated for the heat, man. We're getting ready to go play in Miami. I'm trying to get my, I'm trying to get my body right. So obviously as players, we hate playing down there. I just, I'm not a Florida guy to begin with. I hated Miami especially earlier in the year when it was so hot, you're still playing on the baseball diamond when they used to have that there before yep, they had yep. their own stadium. Yep. But um, I think we'll dive right into the analysts, the, the you know, an, analyzing this game, what we got going on, I guess, right off the bat, and Spencer, I'm going to throw this to you first. Josh Allen said today, the next not a problem. Tua goes out of the game with a shoulder injury. Um Are we going to see Tua? Do we think this is lingering? Is it just precaution? Josh, his neck, the stinger situation. How do you see this whole thing playing out between the health of our two of the two star quarterbacks playing in this game on Sunday night?
2: Yeah, you know what? And and I got to go back and look earlier. I feel like I looked for the injury report and I saw, you know, um. The Dolphins versus Bills injury report. I don't even remember seeing Tua, and I, I specifically looked for him. So I don't know. I don't know even know if he's showing up on the injury report. I think Tua's going to be fine. I'm not worried about Josh, um, especially when he comes out and he says, "Now we're good to go." Like you know, it was in the game. I'm a little sore. I'm straight. I trust Josh. I trust the team. Um, but I tell you what, outside of Tua, so whether we see Tua or not, there's so many injuries from Miami that it's one of those things where it's like, it's not even, I know we talk about them and we make fun of them. I enjoy it as a bills fan to be able to say you guys fall apart every (laughs) December. (laughs) I enjoy it. I enjoy it. Like it brings me so much joy to talk to my guy smoke. Matter of fact, everybody, I didn't even say this on hump day, uh, shout out to my guy smoke from Barstool sports. He's going to be part of, um, the pregame rumblings pod this Sunday. Uh, so I just wanted to throw that out there, but
1: it,
2: it brings me joy to talk crap about them. Me saying that, I I I can't, man. Like they're beat up the way the Bills were beat up at the very beginning of mm. the season. When we mm. went out with Daquan Jones and Matt Milano and Trey White, and nobody, nobody um wanted to give us excuses. Mm. Uh so mm. at this point, I don't want to feel bad for them, but I'm also not gonna give them excuses. I'm gonna I'm gonna be the biggest jerk that y'all used to Spence being. I know y'all used to the jerk from Spence. Uh it's about to happen. It's going listen, down Sunday.
0: Listen, it's after nine. Beat that ass. <laughs> beat that ass <laughs> beat that ass, dead ass.
1: And, so, and obviously and, and re- go ahead joe real quick You go. Ahead i was just gonna
0: say just to kind of add to what spence is saying so in the presser today i'll back it up actually i was at the gym this morning and i was asked the same question how's josh do you think he's gonna be okay and i'm like i don't have sources guys i was like however the last thing you want to be if you're playing quarterback is you look to your left and you're good and we've all had like next orness when you look to your right and you're like this <laughs> <laughs> you do the robot and in, in his pressure today josh was literally looking to his right. left and right with no problem so i have a feeling if he was doing that it'd be a problem but yeah
1: he seemed fine and you know obviously you know- go ahead spence
2: go ahead no, no joe i just wanted to say this publicly man joe notices stuff that like nobody else and i know like because that's that's probably something you should notice with a neck injury right like no he turned he was talking <laughs> answering questions and he didn't think What's there's times neck? that like i've been doing this show with joe now for almost four years and joe will bring up little things and i'm like huh he damn sure did do that joe you got you so right man joe you I, look i'm not even being funny here you the man. I, I, I hey, would never have even. I got to go back and rewatch.
1: But after our conversation on Hump Day, Joe's obviously a head movement expert because he notices head movement before anything else. I do. So he, he you know, he could tell you where Josh is looking hey. at to throw the ball. You know, Josh's head movement in a press Wait, conference that, that goes back. He's a head movement expert. That goes back (laughs) literally.
0: We're we're just picking right up where we left off, you bunch of bastards. Listen. Wait a
2: minute, though. Y'all got to chill. This is Wednesday, it's hump day. This is a family show. It's after nine. (laughs) (laughs) I need y'all to understand we are not being inappropriate. Okay. Go ahead, Joe. What am I saying right
1: now, Joe? What am I saying? It goes back to Josh
0: Allen being accused (laughs) of being a one read quarterback. So you better believe. You you can bet your buckets. (laughs) (laughs) that I pay attention to
1: Josh Allen's
0: head going through his reads. A a little too (laughs) much. A little (laughs) little
1: too much. But I'll say this. You know, obviously Nick Chubb goes out. They lose another pass rusher. Uh, Phillips is out earlier in the year. They're posturing on Waddle. We don't know if Waddle's going to be 100 healthy. Um, Tua has the injuries, and we did see in the comments somebody said that he was on the injury report today. And then we had the unfortunate news. And we don't pile on things like this when it 100%. when it involves families. I mean, serious situation in in Miami area this, yep. today. Um, Tyreek Hill's house caught on fire. Um, mm-hmm. He was, you know, he left practice to be with his family as he should. Mm-hmm. You that is a as a player. You're trying when you go into big games. You're trying to put the blinders on. You know it's like the Kentucky Derby. You're putting the blinders on the horse. I don't want to see anything for, on on either side of me. I want my head movement, Joe, to be minimal and straightforward. Right. <laughs> I want my eyes forward. I want my <laughs> eyes clear. Right. This is a serious situation. And how does this affect Tyreek during the week? Um, it can affect him greatly. I really, I really believe that. I mean, this is something that's serious. Young kid, wife, mother was there. It's a big deal.
0: It bubbled to the surface. I had a I had a comeback, but I just I yeah, it just yeah, wouldn't have oh, been my, if mama's watching, I'd be in trouble. Let's just <laughs> for
2: those for those listening by pod, I don't want anybody to be confused. Uh th- there's just a lot of a lot of fun happening live here. You should yeah, you should I mean, listen. You should join in every Wednesday on YouTube at eight PM and nine PM Eastern time and join in for the fun because you're missing so much. You're missing but, so much. You know, and Joe, thank God mom isn't vlogging. We right, can break this
1: God, down right. in so many different ways. It's like I'm Thinking about, you know, I'm watching another 48. It's like we're gonna bring in Joe Miller. Um, he is our forensic head movement expert, and uh he's here to move oh. on, he's here to get into um it gets in-depth worse in-depth every time in-depth gets, analysis would, of uh it our it our gets worse every time.
0: Pause. So when worse. you look at this but.
1: surveillance camera, what is his head movement saying right now before he walks into the store?
2: But, yo, you know, you talk about Tariq Hill and and like we're talking about his fire and everything. I did want to ask you, though, because you see I'm trying to I'm trying to you see I'm trying to move on. But no, as you as a former player, man, like um, now, I don't hopefully you don't have any past experience of like a a fire to your home or a player or a teammate's fire for their home or anything during a week, you know, but like just talk about, you know, because I think sometimes as fans, a lot of times we 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 separate real life things from players, right. you know, and it's like we look at these guys as like, well, your job is to play football. You do this and this is your job. Mm-hmm. Talk about how like a big game for the division week 18, like it's all or nothing on the line. And now you go home, you got a, b- a boot on your ankle. Right. So there's right. already some stuff that you're dealing with. Right. And now personally, like your personal life is now right. for a lack of of better terms up in flames. Talk about how you um, just from experience with teammates or yourself, like what does this do to you? You know, four days before probably the biggest game of the season for you. Right,
1: it's hard. I mean, he's got a lot of stress in his life, and and you, you're sitting there and you want to play in the most important game of the season. You're playing for a division title. Um, you've got the you've got the ankle or foot injury you're dealing with. Obviously, he's walking around in the boots. So the stress of playing it not a hundred percent and you want to play it 100% for your teammates then you throw this stress in of a of a situation that's affected your family. I mean it's really really hard I mean it's yeah. it's hard to differentiate I mean you want you want to be thinking about the game all week long not worrying about having to contact uh, adjusters and insurance companies and reclamation companies and those types of things and then you get the the water and the smoke damage so his family's probably upheaved out of the house he's in another mm-hmm. house. So yeah, I mean it's incredibly tough, and it's something you don't want to see. I mean, I don't care who a guy plays for; at the end of the day, we're all human, and and you want him, you want him and his family to be safe. And um, but yeah, I mean it's it's really hard. It's it's hard as it is, and then you throw something like this in it, and it's it's damn near impossible. It's a hundred percent a a distraction that he
0: doesn't need, as right. as probably the best player on his football team. It's it's a distraction. He doesn't need you. Look at so I watched uh, the Hard Knocks episode today, uh, yesterday, the Tuesday episode uh, of this last week. They're geared up to play the Ravens, right? And if they win that game, they I think they effectively win the East. All they have to do is win that game, and they they win the AFC East. It's it is what it is. Now there's two there's two teams in the AFC. If you're the Dolphins that you don't want to play, who are they?
1: The Bills and the Ravens. The
0: Bills and the Ravens. Right. So, they, so it's not like we're going in to play the Broncos and we got to win this game. Like this is, no, th- we got to beat the Ravens. If we beat the Ravens and they walk off the field going, I can't believe it. I can't believe we lost. I can't believe we lost <clears throat> like this. This is just, you're just piling on more, in my opinion, of, of stuff that they don't need at this moment. Now, I, I Jerry, you can speak to it more than Jay Spence and I could ever speak to it because you were a player. And and John talks all the time. <laughs> Spence is appalled. <laughs> J- John talks about it all the time, or you do. One of the two of you talk about it all the time about having to like go home. So if you're from Baltimore and you're a Bill and you have to go home for uh, Stefan Diggs, right? Stefan Diggs goes to Baltimore. He played at Maryland. He's got to get... 50 tickets for family and everybody right. else like that's there that you don't want those distractions. I can't right. even imagine. And, I, and you got to feel like the players are feeling
1: for him. There's no way Tua isn't texting him right now, being like, bro, how right. are things? Right. Exactly. And, um, you know, those guys all care for their teammates. So they're going to do what they can for him as well. But no, it, it'll be a difficult. It's already been a difficult season for him with injury. Now you go throw this in. It's going to be difficult for him to be focused on Sunday. But I, I moved to another part of this game and I'm going to ask you to this because you're the experts of this more so than me because I just haven't really watched that in depth uh over the years but what is it about Josh Allen's game that makes him a dolphin killer that his biggest games are against the dolphins Spence
2: <laughs> you want to you want oh okay um so for me there's a couple of things that I see I I see that um even when Flores was the coach uh, just in general I think the Dolphins kind of take this energy and they've kept it they they go overly aggressive when it comes to Josh when they when they play against the Bills for for them they they think they're waking up more for the Bills and I think that they're overly emotional and as as and I'm not talking about the fan base I'm talking about the team like the, you can say like back in the day and back in the I'm saying back in the day like it wasn't six five years ago when Tom Brady was here In the AFC East, Bills fans would talk a certain way, but the Bills players in interviews and impressors, you, you could tell that they woke up differently for Patriots week. And I feel like Miami now looks at us like, we used to look at the Patriots good. and it's like, no, we're going to beat Tom Brady. We're going to beat them, especially in Buffalo. Ain't no damn way. They coming in our house and so they going to let the We're going to beat them every year. The goal, right. the Super Bowl, was to beat the Patriots. So now for them, I get it. They're good and, and they had a good record. Uh, they started the season off with the best offense that we've ever seen in probably decades, you know, like all of this stuff. But at the end of it, it comes down to week 18 against the Buffalo Bills for winner take all. And they're going to come in this game as a team. Like, look for for what the for what the Miami Dolphins are supposed to be for our legacy. This is a game that we got to win for our. Le- where Josh Allen is like, yo, we just got to make the playoffs, man. Right. Because because to him, it's not about beating the Dolphins. He smacked yeah. the Dolphins tons of time. Ton- now, yo, we got to make the play. The Dolphins are like, we got to. It's the Bill. It's the Big Brother. It's yeah. it's it's the hump that we got to get over. So for us, years ago, a couple years ago, two years ago, we we're talking about building a team for the Chiefs. The Dolphins built a team for the Bills and they still haven't been able to dominate us. So I think it's just different going into the game, how both teams look like, you know, look at the game. And I think the Bills are going into this game, looking at it like a game we need to win versus the team we need to beat. So I think we'll win for that.
0: Josh Allen is, and nobody would argue this, the perfect quarterback for the Buffalo Bills. He's the perfect quarterback for Buffalo. He's the perfect quarterback for this region. He's the perfect quarterback for everything that we've gone through. 17 years of, of playoff drought, and the dude wears number 17. Like, And I, and, and that's, that's a coincidence, I'm sure. But there's an aspect to Josh Allen. There, there's no doubt in my mind that Josh Allen is a giant kid on the football field. He's not Von Miller who's out there playing football and wanting to be a GM. He's not a guy that's just collecting a paycheck, and if he wins or loses, it affects his mood on Monday. However, the reality is is he's going to cash an $80,000 check this week or a $200,000 check this week. Or Josh Allen, I have no doubt in my mind when that dude stepped foot in Buffalo off the plane, they said, Miami is our biggest rival. That's like Miami is the team that we want to beat. And right. in my opinion, Josh Allen lives that. And that just the two games that he's lost to Miami, he was a dropped touchdown pass in the end zone by Charles Clay from winning. And the other one he threw for
2: 400 yards in like, he, and not go to get you off, but think about that. He gave his all in that game. Yes. If you remember the pictures, the memes, all that from that game after, he was exhausted he was yep. drenched he yep. was resting his head on to his shoulder right. like every time he plays the Dolphins man I don't know what it is so I'm just saying and, and I'll shut up Joe I'm sorry 100%. but I'm agreeing with Joe like he comes out and he right. gives it everything he has in his DNA I'm agreeing with you Joe great point I, you don't, I love You it. I love you it don't,
0: you don't have to shut up You're you're literally affirming what I'm saying like there's just something about him he understands as much as Miami's greatest rival is the Jets which is weird to me because it goes back forever ago
2: they both buns
0: right right (laughs) the the Bill's greatest rival is not the Patriots it's the Dolphins and it goes back to when you played football for this team Jerry like it goes back that far and and Josh just you can't keep that momentum you can't keep John talks about it all the time you can't keep that energy up for a full 16 17 game schedule there's something about this game twice a year for Josh Allen that he just – this is who he
1: is. It's like I'm going to – if I'm going to win two games a year, it's those two. That's you know, a, kind of piggyback on – The Miami on,
2: Dolphins – oh, go ahead. I was oh, going to say,
1: kind of piggyback on what you said, Spence. We used to call it rolling the helmet out. And there's some teams you play, and like you said, they just are so fixated upon you. You know, you roll that helmet out, they see that logo, and they just – they just melt like they go stupid. I mean – in college football, it's OU, OSU. It's you know, you, you could probably say a little bit of OSU, of Ohio State, Michigan. It's no, there's just a something piss about, about it. The
2: tie. Roll yeah, Tide. I mean,
1: you know, the greatest, Auburn, Alabama.
0: The greatest. I'm 50 years old, and Jerry, I know you're a little bit older than me. Woo. The great, the greatest thing as a Buffalo Bills fan that I Woo. that I that I quietly champion in the back of my mind, and if I ever got asked about it, it would come out is the fact that Jim Kelly is not heralded as being the greatest quarterback in the N- in NFL history. Dan Marino is one of those guys. Right. And there was nothing that Dan Marino and the Dolphins could do to beat the bills in nope. the nineties. They couldn't, even when the bills were the wild card team, the bills were, I, I think that I, I could be proven wrong. If Chris Jenke was here, he could tell me, I think the bills were the first wild card team to make it to the super bowl. The right. dolphins were AFC East champions and had to play the AFC <clears throat> championship game in Miami and won that game <laughs> to go to the super bowl. There was nothing that they could do to beat Jim Kelly. They just couldn't do it. And, J- Josh just
1: encapsulates that whatever it is well hey Can like uh real quick and you hold that thought like uh like hump day we got to pay the bills here on Buffalo rumblings mm. and uh line to gain is greatly sponsored mm. by ficta Endel and Elmer I care and uh, we appreciate their support of line to gain and uh here's a little bit for uh to Endel Endel Elmer
0: picture this crystal clear vision without the hassle of glasses or contacts Imagine watching Josh Allen's game-changing touchdowns with absolute clarity. At FICTA, Endel, and Elmer Eye Care, we can make that a reality. Now, in a matter of seconds with Zeiss Smile technology, you can see clearly and get back to doing the things you love as soon as the next day. Visit us online at FICTA.com and take our free self-test to see if you're eligible and schedule an evaluation. FICTA, Endel, and Elmer Eye Care. Focused on you. Go Bills! Sarah Christine, not only a spokesperson, but
1: also a customer. That's right. Also Listen. a customer. Since she's not with us tonight, I figured we'd bring her voice in real quick.
2: I'm gonna Go ahead, Spence.
1: You. you had something to say.
2: I did. Sarah can work for one of those 1 900 numbers. Ace. <laughs> like <she could> get... <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God.
0: <laughs> I'm leaving. I'm out. I'll Yo, see you guys.
1: I love you, Sarah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry.
2: <laughs> you oh, said it I don't me, even Mo. know. You I said don't it I even know me. what I was going to say. I was going to say something. It was a good point. I don't even remember it now.
1: <laughs> well, hey, let's let's move uh, into this because I want to talk to you about this. And I want to talk that. about the health of the wide receivers of the Miami Dolphins. We talked about, about Tyreek Hill's ankle situation. then, of course, the, oh. the terrible circumstances of today. Waddle, is he playing? Is he not playing? What do you see the key being of our defense? Because I kind of have my viewpoints on it. Joe, I'm going to go to you first. What do you see our defense needing to do this weekend against the Dolphins? And really, I think the biggest thing is of which Dolphins offense is going to show up, right? Who's going to show up healthy? Who's going to play What's the key to our, our defense this week against the uh, Dolphins? Well, Jalen Waddle being injured is, you know, if he doesn't play as a plus for the Bills,
0: there's also, in my opinion, as much as it's not being overly talked about, you know, Tyree Kill walked off the field in that moment I talked about, either this show or the last show. I can't remember. It's all blurring together. The I can't believe it moment. He was limping heavily. Right. Uh, in the helicopter footage today of the fire, he was in a walking boot. And I know Jay Spencer King uh, in text conversations today said he's been in a boot for a while. <laughs> There's some issues there. However, whatever Sean McDermott is doing to limit this offense, he's done a very, very good job of it. Um, I would expect to see more of the same, which effectively could be that whole, look, between the 30s, take whatever you want. But inside the 30s, once you get to the 30, we're going to shut this thing down and make you kick a field goal or make a mistake. And I, 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 I can't believe I'm saying this. As a play caller, as a defensive coordinator with the pieces he has with Micah Hyde and Jordan Poyer, Razul Douglas, these guys, I feel like Sean McDermott can shut that offense down and continue upon the path that he's been on. Now run game is most are going to play Is HN going to play. I don't know, but they were, they were at full health earlier in the season and the bills, took care of business, right? So I think you're going to see more of what we saw before. I think the Bills have somewhat of a formula. It's going to be incumbent upon the Dolphins to change, right? To show them, hey, we've thrown some wrinkles in to beat you, and then we'll see how McDermott counter punches.
2: Spence? I agree. I'm still trying to remember what I was going to say. It was about the, it was like the, the Jim Kelly conversation that we were having. That's where I'm at. I even texted Sarah. I'm like, what was I going to say? You know what I was going to say? And she's like, Spence, how do I know? And she
1: actually, and she actually answered the text after the, uh, 1-900 comment.
2: Well, she says something else. Yeah, no. Well, she said something else, that I I, I will not uh, say publicly. But yeah, it was I it was something about it was something about the Josh something Allen
0: about live uh, and Kale. local live no, and I just local think and... McDermott.
1: I think if if they're not healthy on at wide receiver, I think that gives McDermott the option or the ability to to heat it up a lot more than he has if you got Waddle and Hill out there healthy. Because I don't know if you can I don't know if you can take the chances blitz wise as much if those guys are healthy because i think they're you know they're man killers that was that was one of the conversations or questions that mcdermott was asked today in the presser
0: was about the fact that they've blitzed more recently and he said that i'm a fan i don't get this stuff so for me like i hear this and i'm like what like he said it takes time for a defense to understand how to blitz and the proper way to do it and for me as a fan it's like oh that guy can blitz like other guys can't blitz that guy can and so i i don't know that i agree with that i think that i feel like that they'll actually try to speed up the clock on Tua even more and they'll bring pressure from to disrupt his timing because they're not going to try to put hands on Tua or i'm sorry on tyreek like nobody for whatever reason wants to put hands on tyreek even though i think they should throw his ass on the ground at the snap of the ball
1: literally just shove him right to the ground it's It's always it's that easy man it's that (laughs) easy It's that easy. Seems like it should it's be. You, nobody in the league has been able to catch his ass, but we should be able to just snatch him up and throw him on the ground. We yes. have no problem, right? 100%. Right. I'm all fan. Yeah. You're all player. What do you want from me? No, I think, Tua little- needs to get, I think Tua needs to get heated up. I think they need to hit Tua. Putting bodies on Tua is good. I just think that with those wide receivers being a little banged up, it might it might open things up a little more for McDermott to bring the blitz because I don't know if Spence and this. Go ahead, Spence, make your comment because I got something I want to throw at you that I heard this weekend that I thought was pretty interesting. So go ahead.
2: Well, no, I i, I remembered what I was going to say. I got to stop drinking Crown. I got to stop drinking Crown. But first, I'm, I will say that I'm, I'm going to agree with what both of you are saying about the wide receiver position for them if they're healthy or not. I think if 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 Jalen Waddle isn't healthy whether Tariq Hill was healthy or not, if he's, if he's confused about what's happening, if he's distracted about what's happening off-field, I think whether he's available 100% or not doesn't <clears> matter. <throat> if, they if they're don't, if they not 100% on offense, our defense, I've been one of the supporters all year that's been saying, forget what everybody's saying about how the defense has struggled and at certain points. I, I thought that the offense struggled more, which put the defense in bad situations. So more opportunities to, to look bad means you're going to look bad. It is what it nope. is. But- now, the thing I was going to say about the, the Jim Kelly comment, I think that it's it's a time of football that I miss and I, I wish that I was older for. I was a young man or a kid. I wasn't a young man. I was a kid when Jim Kelly was playing. I think at that time, football was more pure um, as far as being a fan. And I say that to say you you mentioned earlier, and I don't know if it was on the last show or this show, but you're like, you know, I think. Things have ruined, like fantasy football has ruined yes. uh, the way fans bring it. I think Madden has ruined the way fans look at football. I think other things have ruined it because now, back then, when Jim Kelly was playing, the Bills could win every year. We went to the Super Bowl four years in a row, but yet everybody said, hey, that dude down in Miami, got it. he's a better quarterback than Jim Kelly. You give him the team that Jim Kelly got in Buffalo, they probably win three of them damn Super Bowls. I promise you that's what people were in the 90s were saying nowadays because of madden everybody thinks that uh you know lawrence uh, whoever the quarterback wherever you know trevor lawrence is going to be the next goat we got a guy that's in now i like cj Stroud; he's the next josh allen then you're you're drafting this guy now coming out of whatever school he's the next patrick mahomes you got somebody else coming out and and it's like we we forget to actually watch football yeah and like back in the time that we're talking about when you was talking about jim earlier joe I think that's what I miss. Like back in the day, like the Bills could go to the Super Bowl for four straight years, but yet people will still say that Joe Marino is the best quarterback in the AFC East. When right now we have to argue with dumbasses all year about why Tua Tungavailoa is not more talented than Josh Allen just because they have right. a better offense. Right. And I'm sorry, I'm that was the point I was gonna make. We can go good. forward, but I remembered it. I
1: remembered it. I'm, gonna, I'm Spence, man. I might start crying. That was that was Uh-oh. wonderful. I mean, I'm serious. That was that made me am my I getting better? No, it just made my heart feel good that like, you know, I mean, damn, dude. It was like somebody I think I'm getting better. How to watch. We for you are. That's what I'm saying. We forgot how to watch football for what it is, football.
2: I'm like, praise well, Jesus. Well, play and watch. No, but but for real, play and watch. Right. because It's like because even as players, I feel like now, uh, when I, so I go back because I'm a fan of the game. So now I know a lot of people follow me on social, and, uh, and and others will watch the show, and they'll be like, "Well, this guy Spence is just emotional." Listen, I promise you, I know what I'm doing when it comes to entertainment. I'm not doing none of this for fake. I yeah. understand every single take I give, but let me also under let, let me help you understand. Jerry, Joe, myself, Sarah, uh, Sterling, I can list everybody on our network. We can we can break down film with the best of them. We can talk just like those guys on ESPN, just like everyone at Cover One, just like everyone at whatever network that does whatever you think they do well. And this is not a shot. What I'm saying is we all do that stuff well, but we're also good at what we do. I know how to be entertaining, but when it comes to watching football, I miss when I was growing up and people knew who the best quarterback was. And it wasn't a question because they watched the game or when they knew. Who the best defensive tackle was and it wasn't because it was just the favorite player on your team and the offense or the defense had the most sacks no he's just he happens to be on the line with three other all pro players and he gets to eat it's not the same thing as playing with mario williams down in houston so that's what i'm saying like i just think i i, I miss the days when football mattered to fans in the sense of like no this guy is good
0: you're, you're talking. not just
2: like Oh, God, I'm sorry. I'm you're, talking to you. Long.
0: You're talking about the greatest facepalm moment as it pertains to football that there is, which is basically, and it and it's it's Bill's related. Hey, Kenny Pickett's first two seasons in the NFL's numbers mm. are just like Josh Allen's, so that means he's going to yeah. be Josh Allen.
2: If
1: I could right now, I'd <laughs> yank a cord and drop an American flag behind me, and I'd... And I'd start singing "God Bless America" because that was God damn, that was damn beautiful. America. That was beautiful, Spence. I didn't know you had that in you, my man. That was well I'm,
2: well, I'm gonna rip it down. No. I'm gonna post that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna post Be that because I feel that I really do. I, I feel that way. Well, you like write a and, damn and,
1: manifesto and put it online somewhere. Hey, let's wonderful.
2: get it. Cause, like I said, and I, and I do want to reiterate, and then I'm giving the show back to its owner. Uh, I, I do want to reiterate: there's no hate for nobody. That was not a diss at nobody. I think that Cover One watches film well. I think ESPN with Dan Orlovsky and all those other guys do it well. I think um, I think I can I can name I can list guys and and ladies that do this stuff well. There's no shot. What I'm saying is there's a reason why Joe chooses to do the overreaction show and not breakdown film. He can break down film. Big O played for several years in the league, several positions. There's a reason why he chooses to say, "I'm gonna talk to Sarah on Wednesdays," versus break down film. We can do it too. Just understand, like we know the game. I missed those days, and that was my whole point. I'm done talking for the rest of the night. I'm gonna pour up and while y'all talk.
1: <laughs> I well, don't go don't go too far because this is kind of directed at you. And I can't remember who I heard say it. I think it was Sean McDermott, and. <laughs> At this point in the season, at, at, you know we're at the end of the season. We're, we're like I said, we're playing for the Infinity Stones. We're playing for all the marbles. This is for, this is for the Division Championship Sunday night. I believe it was McDermott that said this, talking about the play of Bernard. Okay, and um, who's our who's number twenty five? Help me out here, Earl Dotson. Okay, Dotson. And the fact that LeSean, there was a,
0: McKenna says LaShawn
1: McCoy. Yeah, there was a lot of people. <laughs> there was a I only LeSean see him, McCoy. I only see him as a Philadelphia Eagle, but that's besides the point. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of people that were clamoring, how can we let Edmonds go? How can we let Edmonds go? I'm not picking on you, Spence, but you were mm-hmm. one of those guys. Yeah, and then game. watching these guys play and the amount of production and playmaking that they are that they are putting in week after week um while we still need some depth there yes i do believe that i think you have to say that this 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 tandem of linebackers because now granted we're not even talking about milano and just imagine if milano was playing can't wait um nasty. imagine I, when he comes he, back right i it's honestly be believe nasty. i honestly can't believe wait. they have surpassed greatly from where people expected that linebacker group to be and just kind of your opinions guys i'll j- I'll start with you, Joe, because once Spence gets going, we might not have any more show. But you just, um,
2: you just said you're gonna start with Spence, and now you're gonna say you're gonna start with Joe. No,
1: I'm gonna start with Joe because if, if, if we might not have any show left if I let you go All first.
2: Right. Well, I'm gonna jump Joe. off and pour me a shot. I'll be back when Joe <laughs> is finished because I'm ready <laughs> Joe, for this answer.
1: Kind of your your viewpoint on that linebacker group, which I think has been phenomenal.
0: I, th- I think it comes down to splash plays. Uh, Sean McDermott today talked about the fact that, you know, they, they have answered the bell again, paraphrasing, like they have come in and done what they're being asked to do, which, and I'm the guy, and I don't know that anybody as a content creator corrects, not corrects themselves, but at least admits their mistakes more than I do. So beginning of the year before gate week one, I was the guy that said there is not a starting caliber linebacker, middle linebacker on this football team. Meanwhile, I've been completely proven wrong. I'm the guy that also, is, you know, as much as I like Terrell Dotson, I felt like he was a liability to this football team. He has played well doing what they've asked him to do, and I think that's what it comes down to. Some player, Jerry, you, you're asking fans a question, me and, and Spence, when mm-hmm. I feel like you as a player know that some guy, it, it's – so I played volleyball in college, right? I played baseball and football in high school. I played volleyball in college, and we had a guy on our on our on our volleyball team. Uh, he was a middle blocker, and you know when when I'm passing a passing a volleyball, the ball hits me, whatever it goes wherever I aim it to go. Some guys, the ball just hits them, and no matter where it hits them, it goes perfectly to the center, right? And it's like, why why you you chicken wing that ball? And it completely went perfectly to the center. There's some guys on a football field. There's some guys on whatever it is that they're playing that is just natural to them. They're in. So Terrell Bernard right now has what is it? It's six sacks, three interceptions, and three fumble recoveries, which is like hasn't been done. I think it was reported on the radio this morning since like 19. God only knows when. Right. And it was an Eagles linebacker that did it the last time. I can't remember remember the name of the linebacker. You would everybody here would know his name if I said it. I can't remember it. I'm sure it's going to show up in the comments any second. Some guys just have it, right? Like, I don't know why Terrell Bernard just seems to be one of those guys that just, when the ball is on the ground, did Tremaine Evans? I don't think had a fumble recovery as a Buffalo bill did not have a fumble recovery. It doesn't mean that Tremaine Evans is a bad football player. It just didn't have one. I don't know if it's different between what they've asked him to do versus what they've asked Terrell Bernard to do. I, I don't know enough about football to know those nuances, but at the end of the day, there's something about the way these two guys are playing together, the way that they're being schemed by McDermott to their strengths, that is just working. It's just I working.
1: When you look at what McDermott wants his linebackers to do, these two fit that perfectly. And I am not saying that Edmonds is not a good football player. Okay and obviously spence isn't either but the the fact is is what he does well does not necessarily fit with what McDermott wants his middle linebackers to do Edmonds was a sea ball get ball guy he was not a downhill linebacker he was not a great Blitzer he was a great cover guy he was long he could play Tampa 2. he can do all those things. Bernard if asked to do what Edmonds had to do in the Frazier defense probably doesn't do that right okay? Thank you. He right. doesn't do that.
2: I don't even have to answer. Thank you.
1: But what the reason he was let go and let to walk is because McDermott took that defense over. And if you watch what those guys do, it, it's very similar to what Luke keekley did in in Carolina. I'm not I can't remember if McDermott was the was the D.C. in Philadelphia when Jermaine Trotter was there. He was. But it's it's downhill guys that are gap guys that make plays on the other side of the line of scrimmage. That's not what Edmonds' strength was. And that's not saying he's not a good player, but the styles did not mesh. And I think that these two dudes, and especially, you know, especially Dotson, I mean, he's really played well. He's really making a lot of plays, a lot of tackles, but they are reaping the benefits of being in McNerman's defense. I don't know if you see that production in them if they're in Leslie Frazier's. Go ahead, Spence.
2: Well, no, I'm agreeing with what both of you said. Like, I know I kind of joked and kind of alluded to me being, you know, combative here but no i'm agreeing with what you're both saying but i do think more people have to be honest about the fact that what the bills were asking tremaine edmonds to do was not what they're asking t dot to do 100 right I, I, i think that when when you have this conversation and i know you both know this it's it has to be fair enough to say they're asked to play the game completely different if tremaine edmonds was given the freedom to run around and say hey we want you to go and make splash plays, and I know it's it's more than that. So I don't want to overly simplify it, but that's what T. Dot is basically giving the freedom of right now. He's like, look, we know you don't have the size of Tremaine. We know you can't shut down the middle of the field when when opposing offenses are trying to pass the ball over the middle. So we don't expect you to do that. What we want from you is A, B, C, and D, and he's able to do that at free reign. And I think if you ever watch Tremaine Edmonds in an in a defense that allows him to just say, hey, don't worry about defending this tight end. Don't worry about defending passes over the middle. Don't worry about this. Do this. I think Tremaine Edmonds can, I, I think we can see Tremaine Edmonds actually sack a quarterback. I think we can see him get an interception, but that's not the point. The point is he hasn't done it as a Buffalo Bill to the level that Dot has. And because of that, I need to give T-Dot credit. I don't want to sit here and look like a hater just because t Tremaine Edmonds is my guy. So I want to come out and say, like, look, I've said this publicly before. I think Tremaine Edmonds, um, I think for what people want him on their team for, I think he's amazing. But I think T-Dot is doing something that uh, Bills fans have been longing for. We we wanted a Luke Keekly kind of guy. We wanted to see somebody come in and do something and get three interceptions and three fumble recoveries and six sacks or whatever. I don't even know his numbers, but I know there's something ridiculous like that. He has it like that. Yeah, I know he has a pick six, and, and you know, Tremaine is playing. I love Tremaine. I watch. I but watch. again,
1: again, that point is, like you said, he's better at coverage. He's a covered linebacker.
2: And that's why you signed Tremaine. You don't draft Tremaine to be the guy right. to go and get four sacks. You draft Tremaine as a linebacker that's going to cover. So when you have the conversation and people yell at me, somebody tagged me the other day, and I had to tell them, don't tag me in this bullshit. I said it just like that, bro. <laughs> <laughs> don't tag me in this bullshit because you want me to sit here and pick between two guys who I, th- I love both. And the thing is, I understand that both are here or were here for different things. Tremaine's not here to be what, what T-Dot is. I love T-Dot. T Dot ain't here to be what Tremaine was. Right. Appreciate T Dot. It's a different team, a different defense with a de- different defensive coordinator. I love them both. I love what T Dot is doing for this team. I'll never speak bad about him. I think the guy is amazing. I can't wait to see him at full strength with Matt Milano. And I can't wait to see what we're going to do at CB2 since we have Rasul Douglas. If we get another cornerback and solidify that cornerback position, and then I hope we draft and sign another safety and tight end both, I mean, in, in free agency. Give me a, a safety and free agency and one in the draft. <clears throat> Look, I think our defense is set up for the next few years to be phenomenal.
1: But I, I'm going to tell you what, that whole downhill philosophy of McDermott, uh, I mean, it's taken it's taken Poyer to another level as well. Um, Bro. I mean, you want to talk about – and I know he was banged up last year, but you want to talk about a guy that that you know we like to talk about Johnson being that dirty guy that does a lot of things that nobody wants to do at that I'm nickel sorry. spot. But big old, I'm look- sorry, I'm
2: sorry. No, they're right. We were talking about Bernard, not big old, not T dot. You're right. Yeah. It's about Bernard. I'm sorry, but
1: when you to- we
0: all knew who you were talking about.
2: But when you yeah, yeah, yeah. but when you look at Poyer and the level he's playing at this
1: year, he's the guy that doesn't get talked about week in and week out that I think has been tremendous this year him downhill putting his nose in the stuff playing a gap doing the things he's doing um it's just showing what they got him for and him playing at the level he's playing um another great job by Bean to to solidify that spot
0: yeah McDermott said today that they uh, won the lottery with those two guys yeah they literally said sure. we won the lottery With those two guys.
1: Hey, we got about 15 minutes, so I want to get into this real quick. How do we see this game going, Uh, Spence? I'll hit you first. How do we see this game going on Sunday night? Your kind of prediction for things. What do you expect?
2: To be honest, I see this this game annoying Bills fans. I think that it's going to be one of those games where it comes out where early on. Don't you put that evil on me? Don't you put that evil on me? I don't want to. But what I'm hoping is that it's going to be opposite of what I say, because every time I say that the Buffalo Bills are going to be freaking great, we come out and do some embarrassing shit like last week. Last week, I said we were going to dominate the Patriots. I said we're going to beat them by two touchdowns at least. No, I did, because I'm like, there's no way. Like the Patriots beat us the first time. We're embarrassed. There's no way they're coming to Buffalo and we're not going to be embarrassed and come out and dog walk these dudes. And then guess what happens? We come out and we barely win by Okay, so I'm not going to say that this time against Miami. What I'm going to say is Miami has a very good team. Tariq Hill is probably the most dangerous wide receiver in the NFL. He's not the best wide receiver, but he's probably the most dangerous wide receiver in the NFL. They have some injuries. If those injuries happen to come into play, I think the Buffalo Bills have the upper hand. But my concern is that the Buffalo Bills downplay themselves to their competition. So when the competition isn't high, the Bills don't come out high. The Bills come out like, oh, well, we can play on a level three because they only got level three players over there. But those level three players come out like, I'm going to play on level 15 because it's the Buffalo Bills. And then they end up getting their ass whooped. So for me, I'm going to say that this game is going to annoy the Buffalo Bills fans in the first half. The Bills will end up figuring out in the second half. And I think the fourth quarter is going to be when this game is won. The Bills will win this game close by less than a touchdown i'd say like five six points you know maybe 31 26 something like that
1: joe
0: all good stuff <clears throat> um what jay spence just said was uh exactly what i said to, to john fina on monday oh this football team for whatever reason plays literally i've never seen a team play completely to the level of its opponent opponent before like this version, the 2023 right. version of the Buffalo Bills. It doesn't matter who they are. It doesn't matter who they're playing against. They're going to play to the level of that team. And I, I challenged John, and I think I would challenge you as well, Jerry, just because you're a former player. And not a former player for like one year or two years. You you had a storied career in the NFL. How many starts was it? Over 100. Over 100, which which is enormous in the NFL. How long can you basically uh, ugly the game down against an opponent against an opponent and keep winning? Like how long can you sustain that? I guess is the question. The Buffalo Bills are going to have to figure out a way to find the 2020 2021 version of themselves where they were efficient, they were dangerous on offense, they could attack, they could basically stick their foot on the throat of any opponent they were playing and, like, make Robert Sala look like an idiot as a 49ers defensive coordinator, make Vic Fangio as the head coach of the Denver Broncos look like an idiot as the defensive coordinator and the head coach of that team. Like, all the components and pieces are there for this team to effectively, like, do what you expect to see a Shanahan offense do, meticulously just eviscerate you as an opponent. But they don't. And that's the only concern I have about this game. However, when I consider Josh Allen against the Miami Dolphins, primetime football, they played at the level of their opponent. I fully expect the Buffalo Bills to win this football game probably by two scores, two possessions. That doesn't mean, to Jay Spence's point, that they're it, they're not going to struggle behind the struggle bus in the first half. They very, very well maybe, just like the Ravens were. But at the end of the day, the Bills are going to have to use this game to figure some stuff out. They're going to have to use it because they can't they can't win this game and then win four more in a row where they're basically dismantling the other team and turning it into ugly football four more times.
1: They just can't do it. Like at some point in time, you got to beat the guy. Beat right. the man in front of you. Yep. Um, I kind of I felt last week was gonna be the way it went. I told my kids before we even went into the stadium, I said, this is gonna be an ugly game. Belichick has a really he has the ability to ugly things up, give himself a chance to win because of a turn. The reason they lost that game last week, they didn't expect to turn the ball over four times in the first half. And even though the Bills didn't cash in with touchdowns, it took possessions away from the Patriots. It gave the Bills points. So I didn't expect that thing to be a blowout. Can, this Can, game, go can ahead. I step
0: in real quick about the yeah. Patriots game? I yeah. literally had the, the Patriots gave the, way, the ball away four times in the yeah. first half. Yeah. And I had Patriot fans that I'm friends with texting me in the in the second half going, What are the Patriots
1: doing? Are they trying to win this game? Like what are they doing? Well, they are. I mean, and they didn't expect to turn it over. I mean, they, they, the they try to play right good now. defense. They need a quarterback. They've got the fourth right. the fourth pick right now. They need a quarterback. They tried to they tried to ugly it up. They tried to go high percentage on offense. They tried to play defense. I mean, that's and play good special teams. They played great special teams. They they played good defense for the most part but the ugly it up and and high percentage plays on offense, they turned it over. When I look at this week, when I look at this weekend, when I look at Sunday night, for whatever reason, and I think it's because when you look at the Miami, Fangio will take chances defensively. The Bills are a team that usually takes advantage of teams that try to make the big play with, you know, a lot of blitzing and things like that. I like the way we match up against uh, Miami Um, without, without, um, Without Chubb, without Phillips, it takes away a lot of pass rush pressure. Yeah. I think that this is a, this, the way that the Dolphins play, just schematically and style wise, it, it, we, we fit real well against them. We, we match up real well against them. This is also a team that I think that the Buffalo Bills, if they want to, can play physical with and impose their will. And I think if, if Brady will go ahead and allow the offense to run the ball some, it's going to open up some stuff. I kind of believe like Joe. I think we win this game by two scores. I really do. Um, you know, in the the grand scheme of things, however, when I look at this, because I think weather-wise, Sarah chimed in earlier. She checked in earlier on the comments. It's going to be like 65, maybe 70. Um, playing at night knocks a lot of humidity out. I don't think the weather is going to be an issue. I think we have experience playing down there. Our fans are going to be bigger than their fans. It always is down there. Mm-hmm. But when I look at this game, the only thing that I think could muck it up is, is our offense having limited possessions because we turned the football over. And I made a I sent Joe a tech. Joe went Joe, by the way, Spence went he, he went straight uh conscientious ejector this weekend. He he was not going to he was not going to get drug in to any negative text messages or anything like that, I tried to drag him, dude. I, I was dragging him with both hands. I had a truck hook up to him, he would not bite. I, had but I said, on. After I had my gloves on, I had after, gloves on. After my comment that, that Steph Diggs is the best hitch runner in the league, which I thought would, ga- would gather some, and I just got a ha ha. Um, I also said that Josh Allen has thrown more interceptions to the cover two safety than any player in the history of the NFL. If you look at all of his interceptions, 90% of them are to the safety running over and making the routine catch in in center field, right? But um, if we can eliminate...
0: I've I've never seen Bills fans make an excuse for a Josh Allen interception more than that one ever. Um, Josh uh... Allen wildly underthrew that football. Even if the safety hadn't come over and intercepted it, the defensive back had a better position on it. It's cool. But but can we, but can, can we, then can we then, which, then and I I haven't turned, talked for a minute? Hang on, wait. Which, which there, then in turn,
2: cause Josh No, death. Hold on, yes, hold, hold on. on. Can we, can death. we, but wait, can we, can we give some blame to Steph here sometimes? Like, I understand, first of all, I'm the one that yells the most every single week stop rewarding underthrown passes. But can we also put some blame sure on field. Stephon Diggs? It was sure that field. when. Well, no, but there was a couple for Steph. Like, I can yeah. I can send you – when we get off of this, yes. I'm about to jump out now because I got to run real quick. But, I meant that game, but yes. But, I mean, there's several I can send you for Steph where he's not even fighting back for the ball. I, I went in on Zay Jones four years ago because he didn't jump back for a ball that Josh threw to him, and Stephon Diggs had two games in a row where he didn't jump back for him. I need Stephon Diggs – like, I get it some 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 balls are underthrown and it's like josh what's happening you normally overthrow everybody why are you underthrowing anybody look at some point too right now the rule is when you come back if the defender isn't coming back too, it's interference steph fight for your quarterback
0: stop i love you guys
2: i gotta take a run i'm sorry i know it's a little bit earlier than we're gonna end i love you guys go bills bills are gonna win this weekend i'll talk to you guys for the first week of the playoffs let's go
1: go. late but anyway, I see the Bills winning this football game. I'm like you, Joe. A couple scores, and um, as long as they don't turn it over, if we if if the ugly turnover uh, problem shows back up, then then all bets are off. So, For but sure. hey, um, we're at 53 minutes. Great show as always, Joe. Man, I appreciate you stepping in, Spence. He had to go. I appreciated him stepping in again. This is Line to Gain Wednesday nights, nine Eastern, eight Central. Uh, again, hit the like and subscribe button, everybody over in the comments. We appreciate being with us, Daryl, as always. My man's always here. Sarah was checking in, uh, Walter and um, Bill's witch. Uh, I appreciate you joining us as well. And uh, we'll be back next week to talk about just what Spence said week one of the playoffs uh, as the second seed in the AFC. I'm the big O, Jerry Ostrowski. He's Joe Miller. Spence is out as always. One love and go Bills. Go Bills. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I was on the comments. <laughs> hey uh yeah I uh I appreciate it.